Ted Emmerich, who joins us from Augusta, Georgia. Ted, good afternoon. How are you? And thanks for being on the program. Hey, Tom, my pleasure. And uh, first of all, before we get into the Masters, I just got to tell you a quick story. Mm-hmm. It is so great to reconnect with you. Uh, when uh, my dad uh, passed away a couple of years ago, <clears throat> of course, Roger Emmerich and worked many, many years uh, in the Dallas-Fort Worth area and was uh, such a good friend of yours uh, mm-hmm. and working together on the Texas State Network and doing high school football uh, on occasion. So I am able to dive into my dad's tape collection. Like, it hadn't been touched in forever, right? Just a bunch of cassettes that uh, he left behind. And sure enough, there was a state championship game from 2001 that was played at Waco ISD Stadium. Denton Ryan and Smithson Valley. You remember it well. You and my dad called that game. It went to overtime. It was a classic. I mean, seriously, to this day, it's still one of the best Texas high school football state championship games that uh, has been played, I would argue, and uh, that I've certainly seen. And uh, I just... I have fond memories of it that day, and it was wonderful to revisit that. And it's just really cool to uh, reconnect with you here today. Very nice. That, that and thank you for those kind words. And it was it was a terrific game. And Ted, if you'll remember, it was a driving rainstorm that afternoon at Waco ISD Stadium, and it was a terrific football game uh, that, that, as you mentioned, went to overtime. Good stuff. And uh, yeah, it, it, working with your father was as cool as it gets. And you know, there's a here we go. I'm going to tell a story. This is just kind of for us. Uh, thanks for eavesdropping, Do everybody. It. Why not? But, yeah, but there's the, the last high school football game played at Texas Stadium uh, was on TSN, and Craig Way and Keith Moreland worked the game. John Hendry was there. Your dad was there, and I was there. And we all went up in the booth and took a picture. And I love that picture. I've got that picture, and and uh, it's it's one of the cool things that uh, that I'll always remember. But uh, yeah, it was the last high school football game at Texas Stadium. Salina and Carthage. I remember that uh, as well. It just, yeah, it's funny how Texas high school football can be the ties that bind so often, right? You you connect with somebody, you work with somebody, you're in a booth that's two doors down, right? You're doing the local broadcast or the TSN broadcast or doing it on TV. It's a it's a special community, as we know. That's that's what it's all about. And uh, man, it's uh, it's really cool to hear from you. Absolutely, hey, and and you as well. So the golf course. Let's let's talk about the golf course. I, I think I read this morning or saw this morning where some of the players are saying this is as firm of greens that they've seen in a long, long time in Augusta. And and it's a stark contrast, Tom, to what they saw in November when, uh, as a field, like everyone shattered the scoring average for one Masters tournament. And, of course, Dustin Johnson, on his way to his first Masters title, uh, set the record for the course at 20 under par. It's totally different now, right? It is It is back to being the Augusta National that everyone expects. Uh, haven't had rain in a while. The uh, greens start to turn into that purplish hue, just a tinge of brown, and you might as well be putting down a flight of stairs. Right. If if you're going downhill, it, it is glass. That we we know that Augusta National is all about firm and fast greens, and that's exactly what everyone expects. There's a small chance of rain uh, every day this week, but uh, nothing really that should affect play or stop it. Or and 
really nothing that should affect the course. This is going to be a far different test and uh, one that uh, everyone expects when they earn the invitation to compete at the Masters. Ted, what uh, what about uh, no Tiger? I mean, obviously Tiger Woods uh, is. I mean, he's 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 the poster child for the PGA. I don't think to, I don't think there's any argument there. But without Tiger, uh, what what's what's the feel like around the golf course? He's missed, Tom, and and understandably so. I, I mean, player after player and guys that he considers friends. Uh, Rory McIlroy, Justin Thomas, among others, uh, they have kept in touch. And listen, there are very few details out there about uh, his recovery, and for good reason. Uh, Tiger uh, craves his privacy like any of us would after going through a harrowing incident like that. And, you know, listen, I I loved what Rory said yesterday in his press conference that uh, he's going to do everything in his power to make it back next year. I mean, would you really put it past him to do that? I mean, we listen, we don't know the, the full story, the nature of his injuries outside of uh, what has already uh, been distributed. And listen, it's extremely serious, but uh, you know that's certainly on Tiger's mind that uh, he would love to tee it up in 2022. Ted, do you expect to see, like, I don't know, maybe Saturday or Sunday, a group of guys come out rocking the those red polos for Tiger? Man, that's interesting. You're right. We have seen that already on tour uh, this year. Uh, everyone uh, banding together, and you know the uh, the unspoken word of okay, let's go black and red on a Sunday. I don't think you'll see it in mass like you did at that one particular uh, event earlier this season, but. Uh, I, I could see a few doing it. I mean, uh, other people are doing it already. You know, Patrick Reed has uh, adopted that, and well, guess who he was inspired by? It's no surprise. It's Tiger. Just like uh, anybody else in uh, this current generation that's on the rise, like you grew up watching Tiger, like that. That guy is a god. And so you're inspired by him, you're motivated by him, you get to play next to him on tour, compete against him. Uh, yeah, I could, I could absolutely see a, a few doing that, but I don't think everyone's going to do it. As far as the, the actual field itself, who are some of the most intriguing pairings that you're expecting to see in the tournament this, uh, this go-round? Yeah, I, you know, you have to start with the defending champion, right, uh, with uh, Dustin Johnson and, and trying to become the first guy since Tiger uh, about 20 years ago to go back-to-back at the Masters. Um, it's not as if he has been in top form as of late, but with a guy of his talent, that never matters. Uh, he flips a switch like few can. He did that last year before he went on his torrid run uh, in the latter half of the season uh, when the majors really got going with the PGA in August and of course he won the Tour Championship and ultimately the Masters in November. I mean, he had really struggled uh, before he went on that tear and he's kind of done that this year. You know, one top 10 finish in 2021 in five events but uh, there's a reason DJ is the favorite going in. Uh, He has done nothing you know over the last several months to tell you that you know what he's off you know forget about him no he is going to contend um i, I like the uh, grouping in the first two days of rory mcelroy and john rom uh you know two guys that uh, are certainly near the top of when you consider favorites rom 
and his wife, Kelly, just welcomed their first child. And uh, you will hear all about that storyline, certainly, uh, if you tune in the, the next couple of days. Um, you know, it, it, the baby was originally uh, scheduled to arrive uh, this weekend. And Ron had said, hey, if I get that call on the course at Augusta National, I'm gone. I'm leaving. Well, now he doesn't have to worry about that. Uh, baby is healthy. Mom is doing well. He uh, arrived a bit later than usual uh, to Augusta National, got one practice round in, but uh, he'll tell you it's kind of refreshing. He didn't have to deal with, man, you go into a major, you're dwelling on it, you are are thinking about it constantly and pouring over every potential shot. That's been the farthest thing from his mind, and that might actually help him. As we know, he's one of the most talented players in the game. He just hasn't won a major yet, and maybe this week – uh, he could break through, John Rob. Ted, we know you're busy, man. I, I thank you so much for uh, for doing this for us, and, uh, and and it is a pleasure to have you on the program. Thanks so much, Tom. As always, and uh, let's let's look out for Jordan Spieth too. Getting off that Schneid last week in San Antonio, I I don't think he should be the uh, second favorite behind DJ. Uh, you know, according to uh, some who are into those things, but uh, man, it, it's good to have Jordan Spieth back uh, in contention. Let's hope this. Week. You know, I, I, if we're coming up on on a break. I had Jordan Spieth written down right here after uh, he's ten to one. He's ten to one in Vegas. So, and you're right. After winning last week, he's a, he's a guy that you better keep an eye on. Ted, as always, it's a pleasure. We appreciate your time today. You got it. Take care. Talk to you soon, Ted Emrick with Westwood One.